Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by The Free House. As long as snow is on the ground, they'll have snow globes on the patio. Book this unique winter dining experience by the hour by calling The Free House. Full menu is available along with some unique winter cocktails and food items. Hey, Don. Yes, Jason. When I say unique dining experience, what comes to mind? Uh, that time you told me about the place you ate in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did eat in the dark. Okay, yes. what if I say to you, patio dome, 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 dome? Ooh, I think you're talking about those awesome igloos outside the freehouse, right? I am. That's right. Listen to this, everybody. As long as snow is on the ground, the folks of the freehouse are going to have basically snow globes on the patio. You can book these, Dawn, for a unique dining dining experience by the hour. That is very cool. So you can rent one for your friends. This is perfect for a little holiday get-together. Maybe you're too busy before Christmas, and now is the perfect time. Or maybe you just want to put your whole family in that snow globe. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great idea. You can sit in the other one, rent to, wave to them from your dome. Bye! That's right. (laughs) The full menu is available along with some unique winter cocktails and unique winter food items. For more information, call the free house. All right, everybody. On the alert. Here goes. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. So much dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. This is going to be juicy. Celine Dion put on a Brave Face performance Friday, hours after her mother's death. She was in Miami, Florida. It was part of her Courage World Tour. She told the crowd she was a little shaky and that her legs were a little bit wobbly. Uh, She recently shared that her mother was 92 and was ill for quite some time. But look at that. The professional out there, hours after her mother's death, not canceling. Madonna. Oh, my God. You're being so shady. Well, Madonna, come on. Get it together, girl. You get out there and kick and stretch and kick. Mm-hmm. Hell, our own Jason Matheson did a show that was really, really good last Friday. Yeah, yeah. he did. That's true. And, and, mm-hmm. uh, and I didn't even know about uh, yeah. his, his stepfather's passing. That's a professional for you. Okay, Justin Bieber. This, this was weird. He wanted to tell the world how much he cares for his wife, Haley. He decided to share an Instagram and I love my wife post. Uh, that can't be good. He says he isn't doing it for the clout, just like most people would think. He says he just wants to put her up on a pedestal because she is deserving. Uh-huh. Now, why am I... Something tells me he's what? making up for something. Uh, yeah, that's what, what, what did I'm you saying. do? Yeah. It's like, what, or is he just really feeling the love that day? And he's like, I just want everyone to know I love my wife. Actually, the other rumor we, I think, have bantered around about is that he that she controls his social media accounts. Oh, my God. 
So that means so she's doing she it for wrote it. Yeah. Well, props, girl. <laughs> you gotta that's get it actually, somewhere. If that's the case, it's kind of funny because he would just laugh about that. It would be yeah. like an inside joke. Exactly. Okay, now you have to give props to this little girl. Her, her name is Amory Vargo. She's a Girl Scout. Why am I talking about her in the Dirt Alert? Because she masterfully made a Lizzo parody video to sell Girl Scout cookies. Uh, she made the video in order to win a trip to uh, an all-expenses-paid trip to camp, and her mom is the troop leader and was pleasantly surprised. So she did this parody of Truth Hurts. Here are some of her lyrics. You can have a thin mint, minty middle, helping our community just a little. I'm coming around. You can call me back. And then there's the sound of you enjoying, enjoying your snack. Oh. The video has received over 30,000 views on YouTube. It's approaching, oh, I'm now it's approaching 60,000. That's crazy. Also, was her mom in charge of deciding who wins? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Seems kind of shady. I think it was a contest with all Girl Scouts, so it it. wasn't just her troops. Like, sure. Oh, I think my daughter should. (laughs) Oh, it's so unique. I think she'll probably be on the Ellen show soon. That's what I'm predicting. And she'll have her own show on Netflix within six months. Maybe she can report on the Yacht Girls. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's a child, Dawn. (laughs) That's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. Oh, wow. Thank you for alerting me to this. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended Dirt Alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Thank you for the information. I'd like you to go now. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. It's 7.05 in the a.m. You're listening to Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer, and for Jason this week, along with Dawn and Kenny and you guys, there are some updates in one of the top stories of the week, or it will be, and I'm sorry to, to kick off your 7 o'clock hour with um, a downer, but the Harvey Weinstein trial is getting underway, and I know we've talked a little bit about it, but today specifically... I think opening arguments are on tap, and um, I thought we could sort of catch everybody up with what's going on in that story. Yeah, please, let us know, because so much has transpired. It's almost, and it was seems like it was so long ago that all of this went down, it's hard to remember which creep we're talking about yeah. and who is actually the victim here. Yeah, exactly, and the alleged behavior on the uh, at the hands of Harvey Weinstein um, really did spark the Me Too movement, and he's finally, finally in two thousand. And that was what two thousand sixteen, I guess so, uh, or two thousand seventeen. I always forget. Anyway, um, in two thousand nineteen, we're finally some two years later, two plus years later, uh, dealing with some of the specific allegations that led to this whole conversation we've been having around the Me Too movement. And as I said today, opening statements in the trial are <clears throat> expected to begin, and um, since. The first allegations were made against Harvey Weinstein. A hundred women have publicly accused him of all sorts of unwanted uh, behavior, a range of actions from unwanted sexual advances all the way to rape. And this current situation that we find ourselves in and he finds himself in deals with some allegations that will now be before a 12-person jury in the New York State Supreme Court. And it is two women in particular. It's on their two accounts that these charges were brought. Um, however, four other women are going to add their stories 
Okay. To this situation, kind of a la Bill Cosby. Okay. Remember when that trial happened? Like the thing that really nailed, put the nail in the coffin on Bill Cosby's trial was the testimony that was allowed from all these other women who weren't specifically bringing charges. Yes, that is interesting to me because you would think that, you know, each each victim would have their own trial. Yeah. You know, and to be objective, to hear the accounts of other women who are accusing him but not included in a full prosecution. Yeah. That's a little confusing to me. Yeah. Well, and the main reason Just is because I watch shows about lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> my background yeah no and i'm sure a lot of people out there are like how does this all work so there are two women specifically whose whose allegations are being uh, litigated in court that's why harvey weinstein is in court four other women will add their stories and the reason that those women are maybe not having their allegations added to the charges against harvey weinstein uh deal with the statute of limitations so you have okay. all of these women again a hundred plus women and you might think to yourself why have more of these women not filed charges against Harvey Weinstein. Well, oftentimes it's because the allegations fall beyond the statute of limitations. So they can't bring criminal or, you know, a prosecutor can't bring criminal charges against him. Some of them might be able to bring um, civil actions against him. But you'll remember there was this huge settlement with a lot of those women. Right. um, Against Harvey Weinstein, the settlement with Harvey Weinstein actually, that's a whole other story that we could go into, but essentially Harvey Weinstein's lawyers made far more than the victims will ever make individually. So, just which is just, you know, maddening. Yeah. Yes. But the women in particular, I thought um, I could shed a little bit of light on those women. And I do want to point you, if you're listening and you're thinking to yourself, I just, I want to get a better understanding of what's really going on in this trial against Harvey Weinstein. The New York times, you know, they have a daily podcast called the daily, oddly enough. And um, there are two episodes that they did about the Harvey Weinstein trial last week, I think. So if you're looking for a really good rundown of how this is all going to play out and what how it came about. Okay. The two episodes of The Daily dealing with Harvey Weinstein um, will, like, sort of get you Caught in the mindset. Up. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Okay. So there were two women. One was from, uh, one woman says, essentially, who they haven't identified. She remains anonymous. She says that Weinstein raped her in 2013 in a New York hotel room. And then the other woman who has gone public, her name's Mimi Halei, um, and I'm probably mispronouncing that, says that Weinstein um, performed a situation on her in 2006 against her will at his apartment. (sighs) Yeah. So, you know, I mean, like these women are happy to have their days in court, I'm sure, but to have to like relitigate all of this is not going to be fun. And relive it, you know. There's also the, you know, they're they're not coming to his apartment because they wanted to hang out with him. He got them there nine times out of ten because he wanted to discuss a movie project or their career yeah. and promised, you know, that, that he would work them into something when it comes to acting. So, you know, what do you do in that situation? Do you go to his apartment? Do you... I mean, does it get around town that he does this? Or I think a lot of people just didn't talk about it because they were ashamed. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's the problem with this is that there's so much shame. You feel like you did something wrong. Like, well, I shouldn't have gone over there. So, of course, this happened to me. You know, so 
I can understand why so many women didn't come forward. That's why it's so amazing that these two women are actually bringing criminal charges. That yes. podcast I referenced, The Daily uh, from the New York Times, that talks about the trial against Harvey Weinstein. One of the women, there was going to be three women, but they dropped charges against one of the women, or excuse me, they dropped charges against Harvey Weinstein brought by one of the women because of um, conflicting testimony. A, a witness said that she she basically told the witness that um, she did it willingly. Okay. Which there's there are many reasons to believe why that witness was problematic. But what that means is, and what that tells you, is that anybody that's bringing these charges is facing an uphill battle against um, not only Harvey Weinstein, but the system. Because you do have people who say things like, and you know a jury is going to be thinking these things too, um, why didn't you just leave? Or why did you have sex with him or why did you continue to have a relationship with him after he forced himself on you? Mm -hmm. These are all questions that, you know, that's why only two out of a hundred women in large part, sure. You know, are coming, uh, are able to actually bring criminal charges against him because it's an uphill battle. It's a hard thing for these women. And you got to ask yourself who in their right mind would put themselves through this experience if they did not believe the, you know, the allegations that they were alleging right the I mean, allegations is, they were alleging that the, was, this just it, it takes up their whole life it consumes their whole life so yeah. they they have to relive all of that it's just not a fun place to be i don't feel like it's motivated by money it's motivated by justice in and actually putting somebody in jail who is a rapist and a perpetrator allegedly what did you mean by women? willingly willingly um, in order to get a role or willingly because she's down with it and she she likes the big creepy looking guy I think the alleg- uh, this the, tiny little thing the, I think there are people who believe probably either or both of those things yeah. that they went willingly meaning because I will tell you actually I found this interesting so his move a lot of times was to change the schedule. So yes. it's not as though they were like, hey, at 6.30 on December 24th, you're going to go to Harvey Weinstein's hotel room to discuss a role, right? Like if somebody presented that to you, you'd be like, gross. Um, that's kind of gross. About it. Right. So what he would do is he would say he wanted to meet with them and it was just like it was going to be at his office. And then at the last minute, he'd be like, hey, just come to my house or Ooh. come to my hotel room. Yeah, like the oh. hotel room most of the time. And what's even creepier about that is he would have an assistant call and say, oh, Harvey's really busy. He's working on something. Do you mind just going to his hotel room? And then they'd be like, well, this is gross, but uh, I okay, fine. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I mean, you, know. you think when an assistant is calling, you're like, oh, okay, the assistant is there. I mean, all of this is all of his... his it was a network, it honestly. It was a network, and those people, I feel like, should be there should be punishment to them, too. So this is all a part of what I would call old Hollywood, where this happened with... Uh, a lot of producers. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And, Casting couch. Yeah. Um, and, and would Harvey, would you say Harvey is the end of this? Or do you think it's still going on even today? I'm sure it's still going on. Certainly, I don't think you're going to have somebody to the extent of Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Right? Right. Like, yeah. maybe individually. I don't think it'll ever... Well, I don't know, though. I didn't, mean, I, uh, I'm rather cynical about the world, but... Didn't one or both of the Corys have a story about this? Mm-hmm. I think they yeah, did. Yeah. And wasn't there oh, a blind yeah. item a few years ago that raised a real ruckus in Hollywood about uh, some producer doing doing this to young boys? Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's all these rumors about the guy who was behind, like, um, the boy Brian bands. Glazer. What's his name? They did a well, whole he, documentary on... Uh, yeah, yeah. That guy is was... Backstreet. Is it Backstreet Boys? Who's the gay one? Back, the, the boy bander who came out. Mm. I have no name recall this early in the morning. No, I know he wants to go to space. Lance Bass. There we go. <laughs> Lance Bass. What was yeah. he in? Um, Backstreet Boys. Backstreet right? Boys. So he did a whole documentary on the producer behind uh, the Backstreet Boys. No, he's and, not in Backstreet. He's the one with Justin Timberlake. God, I feel so NSYNC. old. Yes, there you go. Okay. So he, people are furiously typing and emailing. Don't. We're, we're just dumb. <laughs> Please, we have a million We're things. working through it. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> He did a whole documentary on YouTube about this producer. Didn't allege anything sexually, but there are a ton of allegations that people won't go on the record with. Lou Pearlman is his name. Yes. And he ended up dying in prison because he was arrested for basically just fleecing the crap out of people, um, but was alleged to be, you know, basically you have to do some things in order to get ahead. Yeah. It never ceases to amaze me what people will do to become big stars yeah yeah, oh, yeah. um it, it's, well it's just uh i don't well, they're get it. manipulated too. i don't get it and it's, that people even more so it's amazing what systems will be allowed to persist or continue you know to allow somebody like bill cosby or harvey weinstein to perpetuate all of that behavior yeah. for years and years and years because as we said it's not just one person it's like a network mm-hmm. of yeah, people where it seems like everybody in hollywood knows about it yeah Ugh. All right, when we come back now, I hate to do this, but we're going to take a left turn and talk about Courtney Stodden because her divorce is final. I love carbs. Do you, Jason? I love bread. Yes, and you know what? I'm on the Livia program, and I can actually have bread. You it's, can? Yeah, it's just don't eat 12 English muffins. That's yeah. kind of the rule. Don't eat four pieces of bread for each meal. Don't eat entire Sara Lee semi-truck full of bread. <laughs> right. And you can't expect to lose weight on a program like that. They have registered dietitians at Livia. They have uh, nutritionists. They look at your day and they go, what's coming up this week? And they will help me devise a plan because I can't do that on my own. No, and they can pinpoint challenge areas and help you with those challenge areas. Yes. So go to Livia.com or call 855-GO-LIVIA to join their eight-week challenge and get your first eight weeks free when you mention my talk or Dawn. And go in and you're going to feel so much better about yourself because you know what? You don't need to be miserable anymore, right? Can I wrap up this commercial like this? Yeah. I love Livia! (laughs) Courtney Stoughton is divorced. Finally! Papers have been signed. Her creepy uh, relationship is over. God. 
Good morning, and welcome back to Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Bradley Trainer, along with Don and Kenny this morning, and uh, we'll get right to this particular story. Um, you remember that she was married to Doug Hutchison since 2011. We're talking about the girl who was 16 and married a 50 year old. It was yep. the creepiest thing uh, ever. Her parents said, "Sure." She was like a country singer, met actor Doug Hutchinson from the show Lost and uh, The Green Mile. Yep. So this like middling uh, actor that mostly had been forgotten about. Who has zero career now because has, he... Oh, and even... Yeah. So we'll get to that in a moment. But one of the details Ooh. of the story is that um, he walked away with from this marriage with his website, which was worth or retails for about $100. Okay. The Doug Hutchison website. Like, who's on that website? Well, we're going to be in just a second. Hey, I know, right? Doug Hut- is it DougHutchison.com? <laughs> or like CreepyOldMan.com. This story, like, I don't think this story, yeah, no, it literally is DougHutchison.com, and it's creepy A to the F. Okay. Um, so I don't, this is one of those stories I don't think could happen today. Right? Like, I just think there would be a huge public outcry if Doug Hutchison, you know, tried to marry Courtney Stodden in public in 2020, because remember, you said this, she was 16 and he was what, 50, 50, 50. Yeah. Which means they met when she was 15, at least. Right. And rem- oh, we did like a deep dive into the whole story at the time. I'm sure you guys did, too. Oh, yeah. Because it was so bizarre and they were on a lot of talk shows together because of the publicity and then they're like oh let's ride this train and she looked about 30 i don't want to shame her lots of makeup lots of makeup um she actually looks younger now than she did when she was 16 and got married she also seemed really out of it yeah you know it it was just a bizarre relationship very bizarre um, I did want to say that uh, basically uh, the details, he gets to keep the dog. They have a dog named Dortney. Okay. Get it? Doug, Courtney, Dortney. Oh, no. I'm an Italian greyhound oh, named Dortney. that's the worst. Courtney gets to keep all the furniture and appliances. Mm-hmm. He's uh, driving off with a 2001 Jeep Wrangler. 2001? And, yeah. Okay. And his retirement money. Okay. His personal website apparently worth $100. Okay. They're splitting up their bank accounts. It just, it all reads very sad. Uh, prior to you talking about this, I was thinking he deserved a public beating, but uh, it looks like he's taken one. Absolutely. It, it, is this payback enough, though? I mean, he doesn't have a career anymore. Has he I- suffered enough? Or does he still need a public beating? Maybe a slap fight. People should just line yeah. up single file to slap him yeah. once in the face. I yeah. just we we all just don't know why her parents were okay. Well, and with there's this. some rumors yeah, about how put, her put mom her mom really wanted Doug, and so she couldn't get no. Is yeah. that true? No, that's absolutely true. That's Ew! one of the rumors, right? Oh, so have my daughter who's underage? Yeah. I'm going to throw up. And then there's always seemed to be this like jealousy between them. You'll remember there were all there were all sorts of controversies surrounding these two, but one was that her breasts were not real. Right. And which then she clearly went, they're not. She went on Dr. Oz and had and they like felt her up. Yes, and Dr. Oz was like, "I'm a doctor. Let me feel you up." It was very creepy. Oh, so Gross. creepy. Yeah, really? and then they yeah. did like a little x-ray to show the that what? they were but they they're not real. They're I mean, not. look I at mean, her breasts. They're not. It, because when you are 92 pounds and you have double G's yeah. or whatever I, they are. I 
I don't spend a lot of time in that neighborhood, but even I could recognize. <laughs> we all knew. Yeah. Double G, that's bigger than my head. <laughs> I'm just saying, so I don't know if, what they are. If but I put Kenny. that one of those cups on my head, I'd have to cut eye holes in it. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. they got two of those. Let's, yeah. Yeah, going down that road. Okay. And she, <laughs> you know, she has <laughs> remained a little questionable on social media. There was a period of time recently where we were somewhat concerned for her safety because she has also developed this fascination with Marilyn Monroe in the mm-hmm. last year or so and like compares herself and makes it sound very dramatic like something bad is going to happen a lot of actresses that are kind of second rate uh, that compare themselves oh, to marilyn monroe who does that sound like lindsey lohan well not only lindsey mm. lohan but who is now dearly departed oh yeah uh yeah guest jeans yeah what's her name anna nicole yeah, yeah. but she actually was the only one i think that looked like her yeah. Enough. To well, wear. Courtney has been trying real hard on social media. You said you just started following her. Uh, yeah. And then I'm like, should I be following this? It seems, I mean, it's just like, I feel See, dirty looking you're, at it. You are in the place that we've been, which but is we were stop. obsessed with Mama June. <laughs> yeah. We're obsessed with Honey Boo Boo. We were obsessed with, um, you know, all of these people. Courtney Stodden, Tan Mom, Farrah Abraham. Oh, yeah. And you just kind of feel a little dirty. You do, but you just can't. Like, when it comes up in my feed, I'm like, should I be looking at this? Yeah. Just because I want to see what else she has to put out there for herself. What and else I, is she putting out there? Um, well, it's just like, she's going to be a yacht girl soon. Maybe that's what she should do. And I would actually feel okay for her then. A yacht girl would be um, a woman who earns some cash, perhaps spending time with some wealthy gentlemen yes. in another country. I'm going to show a picture to Kenny so that he knows who we're talking about here. Courtney Stodden again got divorced from Creeper Doug Hutchison. Well, well, she's got a fur coat on and nothing else. Yeah, she yeah. just has a little, yeah. But, I mean, those... but they're basketballs. There's, yeah. no, there's no hanging there at all. There's yeah. no curvature. It's just two basketballs yeah, mounted I think high she's on her chest. Since had additional uh, stuff put in there, don't right. you think? Yeah. yeah. Give me a little sag. Come on. What's, wait, was my mic well, she's open not there? Oh, she's not. She's not old enough to have any sack. That's and that's another. That's another problem I have. Uh, who can even tolerate uh, somebody in their teens, other than your own kid and maybe one or two of your kids' friends? Unless you're teenagers uh, are intolerable. Unless unless you're a pedo and you kind oh, of get God. off on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, I'm sorry, deal. but if you are 50 and you want to marry a 15 year old, you're a pedophile. I don't understand how people in your life aren't saying you absolutely cannot do this. This is not like you if need your to go friend to said I'm going to marry the 16 year old child. I mean, this is like what basically Elvis was into this, you know, and then we had oh, uh, Jerry, Jerry Lee Lewis, Lewis married his cousin, cousin who was 13. Yeah. We can't, you can't do this. Sorry. Yeah. People yeah. go to jail for this. That's why I'm saying in 2020, I don't think the world would, would tolerate uh, it, would tolerate it. Mm-mm. They'd have to go off and, you know, I don't think parents should be able to marry off their teen children. No, I really don't. I don't. I think that that should be illegal. Yeah. So, uh, but no arguments here. Am I going to try to change this? I mean, I guess it's per state, right? Yeah, it's state law. I think she's from Tennessee or Kentucky. Before we get real country on the show, we should probably go to break. (laughs) And when we come back. Uh, Netflix wants to work with somebody who's been in headlines recently, and it should come no surprise to you. We'll tell you who that is and more 
right here on My Talk 107.1. Are you going to join Dawn and me for the Big Climb Minneapolis? Please. Please do. The stair climb event to benefit the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society is Saturday, February 15th. Just under a month away, you can sign up now and register with the discount code MYTALK for just $10.71, Dawn. Yes, it's such a deep discount. It's great. And there's an option to climb both 53 or 105 floors of the Capella Tower. Um, Or you can even this year be a virtual climber. If you want details on any of this event, head to MyTalk1071.com, keyword CLIMB. And if you want to um, be a virtual climber, you can do that as well and just donate. Yeah. What's that mean? Uh, that means you don't climb the stairs. You, you just, just donate. I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to this year, to be honest, because I really messed up my knee yeah. and I have a orthopedic appointment. Maybe you can do what they do at marathons where you can just cheer wildly. I would just hop on the elevator, go up to the 10th floor, yeah. and then as everybody goes by, you blow yeah. horns yeah. and honk That's and scream exactly and right. give them cups of water and then go up to the 20th. And, <laughs> yeah. When I was at Disney, just a quick story about my yeah, knee here. Of course. Um, it was in really bad shape, and I just kept pushing through. And it's when I was going up and down stairs that I could really feel it. And I remember thinking... This is the staircase that's going to bring me down to my knees. Like, this is it. I won't be able to go up anymore at any moment. This is going to give away. That's how bad. Yeah, it we was. don't want you to. Well, we don't want you to. So, hurt anyway, yourself. don't want to do that. But you're going to be there. I'm going to be there. And yes. people can still sign up. And um, it's always fun. We do this every year. And it, you know, the it grows each and every year. So, join the MyTalk team. Yes. And help LLS. Yes. Okay, we have to get back to royal news. They don't want to be royals. No, they don't. <laughs> Harry and Meghan. Um, in fact, they are now busy living their own private lives. Not really, kind of, sort of. We heard news earlier today that Harry is back in uh, Canada yes. with Meghan on Vancouver Island. So they have been reunited and it feels so good. But one of the things that we alleged, in fact, we talked about this on the Colleen and Bradley show, noon to three right here on my talk, 1071. You can download the podcast if you can't listen live. Um, one of the things that we talked about is that... Um, you know these two are going to be getting a Netflix series, right? Like, they've talked about a production company. One of the things that they want to do with their newfound independence is parlay that into um, some, you know, creative endeavors. Yes. And one of those has been rumored to be Netflix. Well, guess what? What? Look at this story over at The Hollywood Reporter. Netflix expresses interest in Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. So I feel like it's only a matter of time before we get this announcement that Harry and Meghan, I think they'll start a production company and then they'll ink a deal with Netflix. Right. I think that's exactly where we're headed, Dawn. Mm-hmm. I think that's where we're heading, too. They already have this in their sights. They're not just going to. It would be like quitting a job and not having a new job. Yeah. You, you know? don't. And this has been in work in the works for a year. Yes. Right. So it's not like they were like, let's just. Cross our fingers and, you know, take a leap of faith and hope for the best. Which is interesting if they haven't already approached them. How, why, why wouldn't this have been leaked before? Because this was all a really big shock to us when this happened. If they were meeting with Netflix in, in the past, you're telling me that nobody at Netflix, there was, are telling NT Lawyer or somebody yeah, about this? It's possible, certainly, and maybe we'll learn that, but here's what we do know. We know that Netflix's chief content officer, Ted Sarandos, 
um, has said, actually, quote, who wouldn't be interested? Yeah, sure. Of course, we're interested. Um, The Press Association news agency caught up with him at an event um, in L.A. this weekend. And he said, of course, we would be interested in working with the two of them. I see. So it was a question asked. They didn't say, hey, let me make this statement. No, it's not a statement. But I will tell you, you have to feel like this conversation has already happened. Mm. Right? Yeah. Like the f- At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Fact that he would say, Yeah, sure, we'd be interested. I mean, certainly he could have just been making an off the cuff remark, like, uh-huh. We'd be happy to have anybody who's famous and powerful and, uh, you know, successful right. and has a name that people want to be attached to. But I kind of feel like if you're the guy who's responsible for the content, you don't mention those things lightly. And so I feel like this is maybe just laying the groundwork a little bit. Okay. All right. But and and again through blind items and rumor and innuendo, we've heard that they uh, Harry and Meghan want to start a production company and that would allow them to produce all sorts of content. You know, kind of like the Obamas. Right, exactly. And will it be something that's do you think they'll just stick purely to um social issues, documentaries or will they go down the road of like we have a cooking show in our home? Will they do that? I kind of feel like it's the former, not the latter, right? Okay. Like I, I mean, who knows? I'd rather but see don't a you, cooking show. Don't you feel? I know. Well, that's the thing. Is like y'all just. I want to see what your life is like. Yeah. Right. But you just want to follow them and say a day. It like from just kind of like regular. Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey. <laughs> yeah, that's what was their exactly show what called? I was talking about. I don't know, but she she thought that tuna was. What did chicken she of the sea was chicken tuna. Of the sea. Or no, she thought it was chicken. Yeah, she thought it was chicken. Yeah. So that's what we learned from her. This guy that you're referring to, are you sure he wasn't asking himself these questions? Like, have you ever heard a Brett Favre interview? <laughs> does the ground hurt when I fall down? Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. He asks and then answers the yeah, other question. Yeah. Yeah. They were sure? like, what's going on? He's like, am I interested in Megan and uh, Harry? Of course. Absolutely, I, I am. Yeah. yeah. What? He used to live down the street from Brett Favre's brother in Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. Just lived in a normal house in a subdivision. Did I send pictures of my dingling to that girl? Yes, I did. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, the minute you said Brett Favre, that's immediately where my mind went was right. pictures of his. Yeah. That's just sad. Really? What did he do? What? Uh, yeah. Where oh, were you? Anyway. He took a picture of, uh, of Mr. Melancholy and sent him to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think if I remember right, it was no big thing, right? Well, yeah, it wasn't particularly. Yeah. Yeah. It was just odd. And any any of those pictures when they're disembodied, just to, they, there's. Yeah. I mean, let's you got to have one to compare it to. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or, or something, or like uh, something in the can. picture. A remote. Okay. <laughs> All right, yeah, a coke can. Shut right. it down. <laughs> how, how did it end up going here? 
Oh, I wonder, Kenny. Because when I wonder people, when you don't ask someone for a picture, which has happened to probably every woman, all of a sudden you get this picture and you're like, "What?" That's why I know. Yeah, I have friends. I who, didn't mean to send it to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have <laughs> hashtag hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh jeez. Uh, now you got me off topic, and I was trying to be all okay. high minded about Prince sorry, Harry and oh, Meghan Markle. I'm sitting here Come looking down at to all the gutter with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at all these crashes, and I'm just hearing brief snippets, and then you know my mind works the wrong direction. And, yeah. Well, yeah. Sorry. Don't make that. excuses, Kenny. Own it. It's you. We love you for it, and thank you for not keeping us too high minded. Um, about the royals, in fact. So again, I just, I just told you what I wanted to tell you, which was that this guy alluded to the fact that they would be interested. I think it's only a matter of time. Sure. Um, When we come back, Dawn, you have a story about the head of the Recording Academy um, being ousted. And this is is really fascinating for a number of reasons, right as we get close to the Grammys. Exactly, yeah. All right, so will you tell us about that on the other side? I sure will. All right, we'll be right back. Welcome back to Jason and Alexis in the morning here on My Talk 1071. Streaming live, doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Bradley Trainer in for Jason this week. Along with Don and Kenny, it's 748 as we get closer to the 8 o'clock hour. Don has some news about the head of the Recording Academy just before uh, the Grammys. Are the Grammys this weekend? I was just looking that up. Uh, it, yes, it is okay. this weekend, yeah, right. because she was ousted 10 days before. So let me go back a little bit. If you remember last year at the Grammys, uh, the head of the Recording Academy, um, he was, you know, under a lot of cri- criticism because he his last name was, it's Neil Portnow was his name. Okay. He was fired after heavily criticizing and saying that female artists need to step up if they were going to be more successful at the Grammys. People pointed out that not a lot of female artists were nominated or won at the Grammys. And he goes, well, they need to step up and do better music, Uh, which he was fired for. So then uh, we had the first ever woman to be the head of the Recording Academy named Deborah Dugan. And she got the job last August. Um... Now, she has been put on leave. She was put on leave just 10 days before the Grammys here. And the thought is that she sent a memo to the HR department saying that she was alleging misconduct inside the organization, including sketchy voting practices, financial mismanagement, and conflicts of interests, as well as sexual harassment. So she had this formal allegation of misconduct, And then she was put on leave because they, in turn, had a senior female staff member allege misconduct against her. So this also happened to be an assistant to the previous boss accused her of bullying. So they said, because now we have an internal investigation of you, Miss Dugan, we're putting you on leave. Oh, okay. So this is like a she said, she said situation. Exactly. Now she has hired a lawyer who, by the way, Brian Friedman is also representing Gabrielle Union in her row with NBC following her exit from America's Got Talent. So this attorney says um, the Recording Academy is trying to shut up people who want to speak about their experience with the truth of sexual harassment, financial impropriety and improper inside benefits. And that's what she was trying to expose. She basically got in this organization and found a lot of fault within it. 
and she wanted to break this story and they're trying to shut her down and said actually you're out of here so she says that is deborah dugan Mm -hmm. that when she took the helm she found all this stuff wrote a memo about it detailing all this stuff three weeks ago she wrote this memo and then all of a sudden she's being ousted and she's saying well this is obvious that they didn't like what i was saying but then the recording academy is saying oh hold on she actually is bullying and we have allegations against her doesn't that part sound like BS? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And her lawyer says um, more information is going to be exposed at a later date. So this is really a story to watch. Uh, what's been reported in the press is not nearly the story that needs to be told and that they're not going to be restrained and shut up by a 28-page contract and legal threats. Ooh, so they're so trying this is going to be a real battle of... It really is. Uh, I know, well, secondhand, my screenwriting teacher... In college, when I went to grad school, her father was an acclaimed musician uh, in the classical world. She always told us this story because she wanted to let people know that uh, any of these award shows and, and all of these institutions like the Grammys, the the Oscars even, the the Golden Globes, that there's so much political stuff going on. Her father wanted to test this one year, and he he was nominated for a record that he did not make and he was actually in a category for a song that never existed. What? Yes. And nobody ever listened to it. Nobody questioned it because he had won Grammys in the past. And this literally went through. Wow. Isn't that just shocking? So obviously there's something going on here. There's just something doesn't smell right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, he literally did it just to say that just to prove that there were so many political things going on that you can let, I mean, that's, that's outstanding to me. We were all shocked at that. That's crazy. And it's just like a big joke, really. So, well, and you know, you got to be careful when you're an individual, even if you're a powerful individual within an organization, a lot of times the organization will try to, you know, ultimately protect itself, whether or not you're, you know, you're making valid points or not. So she's going to be, have an uphill battle, but it sounds like at least she's got a lawyer on her side that, you know, we'll fight the fight for her. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a big deal. Um, so, yeah, I just saw another headline that says that she the Grammys, the new head of the Grammys says that she's lying and attempting to extort the Academy. Right. So now we've got a battle back and forth. Who's telling the truth? I wonder if they'll do like a cage match at the Grammys this year. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, let's do, do that. that. Just like I want to have a cage match between Prince William, Prince Harry, who will just be Just battle it out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Dawn wants to go old school. <laughs> like, we'll just have a big old, you know, like, like medieval feast. <laughs> yes. And then these two will just put on their loincloths and <laughs> battle it out in well, the no, hay. I want to see full armor, you know. F- oh, is that a euphemism? <laughs> oh, you mean they? you actually want them in armor? Yeah, I do. Yeah. You know. Like chain mail? Oh, sure. Chain mail, whatever. Maybe some Mandalorian armor. Let's cross What's a Mandalorian armor? Mandalorian. The, the Mandalorian. TV show. Yeah, yeah. what does I that mean, look I'm like? crossing stories here like a fake, you know, Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, boy, have we gone down a weird road here. Okay, can we continue down this weird sure. road? So if you're just joining us, we started talking about the Grammys and how this head of the Grammys is... you notice is- I'm giving her the... God, you're a weirdo look. You know uh, that, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm fully okay with that. You're yeah. really, you're, you're a yeah, weirdo. I am a nerd, yeah. yeah. Well, and I'm going to I'm gonna add to that nerd quotient for you because I think you're also, you are you a fan of Dune? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So, I was obsessed as a kid because so, we had the laser disc. So was I. Dune, oh, 
Kenny? No? The movie? Yeah. yeah. With And the books. Oh. I'm thinking of a really bad movie with uh Kyle Do- McLaughlin. Dustin Hoffman nope. and somebody else. No, this else. is like a space. Oh, you're okay. thinking of no. Ishtar. Oh, my oh, God. Maybe Ishtar. Is that what you're thinking of, Kenny? Yes, maybe. Anyway. There are dunes in that movie. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Somehow we yeah. got well, from the Grammys to Ishtar. Please continue the dune conversation. We'll do that next. later in the show. But okay. when we come back, also, what do you guys think about James Dean's new career? He's going to be in a movie and uh, all sorts of other stuff. We'll talk about the details and more upon our return right here on My Talk 1071. It's a beautiful day.